Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Presents... Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Each time you make out your marketing list, we bet you're tempted to place Kroger Tenderay beef right at the very top of the page. Yes, we know how much you'd like to treat your family to the grand surprise of a dinner featuring fresh and tender Kroger Tenderay beef. Possibly you can do that very thing someday in the near future. For these famous steaks and roasts will be back soon. But for the time being, Kroger Tenderay beef is scarce because it's hard to get top grades of grain-fattened cattle. You see, it's like this. Kroger uses only the very top grades of grain-fattened cattle for Kroger Tenderay beef. And then it's made naturally tender in just three days by the famous Kroger Tenderay method. It's always fresh. Because through Kroger's own tenderay method, there's no need for wasteful aging or loss of savory juices. That's why no other beef so fresh can be so tender. Remember, when Kroger tenderay beef does become available once more, the only place you'll be able to buy it is at your Kroger store. And remember, too, until the time you can buy Kroger tenderay beef again, Kroger will always bring you the very best beef on the market whenever it's available. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Freddie Lang is in trouble again. And this time, his trouble is going to mean difficulty for Penny Gibbs, too. For Freddie claims he has been robbed of $300 of Jed Billings' money. And it was Penny who insisted that Jed hire Freddie. It's the day following the robbery, and Freddie is telling the police. I tell you, I was held up, and the guy snatched a 300 bucks. Honest, Captain Harlow. All right, Freddie, then tell us what the thief looked like. How many times do I got to tell you? I don't know what the bum looked like. I, I just didn't see him. You have your story rehearsed rather well, don't you? I didn't like the sound of that, Copper. Never mind what you like or don't like. Listen, Freddy, take your choice. Either don't tell me your story and go to jail or tell me your story and leave here. Uh, Miss Gibbs is outside waiting to take you home. Gibbs, he's still outside waiting for me? Yes, she's been waiting a couple of hours. Now will you talk? Yeah, I, I guess so. All right. From the beginning once again. Okay, here goes. Mr. Billings gave me an envelope with 300 bucks in it, and he told me to take it to a guy named Jackson who lives up in Carson Village, see? Uh -huh. Well, I was going to drive Mr. Billings' truck out there, see, but it was busted. Mm. So he called Gibbsy on the phone and told her to let me use the car. So you were driving Miss Gibbs' car when you were held up? Yeah, that's right. And I was almost up to Carson Village when this happened. Uh -huh. And exactly how did it happen? Well, I was driving down the highway, not going too fast, because I didn't want to take any chances with Gibbsy's car, see? Mm. Well, I, 
I come up to the traffic signal, I saw it was red, so I slows down. That's so I, if it turned green, I could go ahead, see? Uh, that's when it happened. Yeah. Yeah, voice from somebody in the back seat says, pull over to the edge of the road and stop the car. And you turned around to see a gun looking you in the face. Oh, no, no, no. I, I just pulled the car over to the side of the road and I stopped. Wasn't that a rather unnatural thing to do? It seems to me you should have turned around to see who was talking to you, or at least looked through the rearview mirror. Hey, look, copper. I was interested in who was talking to me. All I know is that whoever was talking to me wasn't kidding, and I better do what he says, but quick. So I did it. Uh, you say he, as if you're convinced it was a man. Well, it sounded like a man, but I didn't see who it was, so I ain't guaranteeing nothing. All right, so you pulled over to the side of the road and stopped the car. Yeah. Then what happened? Then I got slugged over the head, and that's all I know till I woke up. And when you woke up, the envelope and money were gone. Yeah, including $3.18 of my own money. Ah. And you know the rest. Yes. And I know that it's the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. It just happens to be the truth, though. Well, then it's the most fantastic truth I've ever heard. Did you stop at any time between Miss Gibbs' house and the traffic light on the highway? No, I told you ten times I did. I know. Then how did the man or woman who held you up manage to get in the car? I don't know. I didn't think you did. And how did the thief know you had $300? I don't know that either. No, of course you don't. And why didn't you do the very natural thing and turn around when you suddenly heard a strange voice behind you? I told you why. It was because... I'll tell you why myself. It was because there was no one in back of you. You weren't held up at all. You stole the money yourself. But I... Just fabricated the story of being held up. No! Where's the money, Freddy? Look, I was hit on the head and the dough was lifted from me, see? Yes, I see, Freddy. And I also see two or three very large holes in your story. But for the time being, at least, you may go. I can go? Yes. But you don't believe my story and, and, and I can go? Yes, no charges have been preferred against you yet. No? You mean Mr. Billings doesn't think that I swiped the dough? I don't know. I think Miss Gibbs has more to do with it than Mr. Billings. All right, go on, get out of here. Yeah, with pleasure. Yes, Freddie, enjoy your freedom while you can, because I think you stole that money, and I'm going to have you watch. I'm going to get one of two things before I'm through with this case. Yeah? What? The truth, Freddie. Or you. Freddy. Hi. But don't just stand there in the doorway. Close the door and come in and sit down. <laughs> I mean, it's okay for me to come on in just like I was going to stay here, Gibbsy? Of course you're going to stay here. What makes you think you aren't? Well, I'm sort of on the wrong side of things again, ain't I? Freddie, you know, you certainly talk nonsense sometimes. Now close the door. Okay. There you are. It's closed. All right. Now come in the living room and sit down. All right. But remember, Gibbsy, if anybody comes in here and asks me what the heck I'm doing here, you told me it was okay. Of course, it's all right. And who would question your being here? Well, Mrs. Gibbs and her husband ain't going to like it too much from now on, are they? Why would they object? You know why. Me losing Mr. B's dough. That wasn't your fault, Freddie, and they knew it. Ah, quit your kidding, Gibbsy. You know they think I swiped it. The same as you do down on the knee. Freddie, coming over here in the car, I told you I believed your story. And Pat and Suzanne will believe it, too, when they hear it. You mean they're nuts, too, No, huh? Freddie, they're not nuts. They just believe in you. 
Yeah? Because you tell them they got to believe me or you're going to be sore. That's why. Gibbsy, look. I told you to let me scram out of town and get away from you for good. Now, look at the mess you're in on account of that I'm still around. No one's in a mess, Freddie. It was just an unfortunate thing, that's all. Now, the police will find the man who held you up one of these days, and then no one will feel badly towards you. In fact, you'll have a few apologies coming. Oh. Then a lot of folks in town here figure that I'm lying. Well, your story is kind of strange, Freddie, but... I want you to know that I believe you. And Pat and Susanna will believe you. And Jed and Mother will believe you, too. Huh. Those are the people who count. Yeah, I... I know all about that, but... Cops, they count, too. And they don't believe me. They will when they find out the truth themselves. Come on, Freddy. Come over here and sit down beside me. Sure. Sure, Gibsy, okay. <laughs> Good. There you go. Well, this is better than just standing in the middle of the room, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh... Let's forget about the robbery for a while, too. About the robbery and the police. What some people think. And uh, as long as we're just sitting here at the piano, why don't you play something for me? You sure you want to hear me play something, Gibsy? You bet I do. Well, okay. You, you talk me into it. Will you sing something? <laughs> all right, if you like. Yeah, I'd like that. Okay. Will the song and the music rack here be all right? Well, would you sing it, Gibsy? It's going to be great. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Why does it get so late, so early, when I'm so in love with you? We never dance enough, don't get the chance enough. Why, honey, we just don't have time to romance. Just think of all those hugs and kisses that we never will get to. Why does it get so late, so early, honey, when I'm so That was nice singing. Oh, that was nice piano, Freddy. Yeah? <laughs> Look, uh, the air of friendship in here is getting me down, Gibsy. I... I'll see you later. I'm going out for a walk. Freddy. Huh? Who's that? Back here in the alleyway, bud, and you'll see. Come on, you wasn't ever afraid of the dark. Yeah, but, but who is it? What, what do you want of me? Oh, so it's you. Yeah, it's me. You ain't forgot your old pal, Bill Carver, after all, huh? No, no, I ain't forgot your Carver. But I thought you was in jail. Ah, no, they never caught me. Never knew I was one of the gang. Well, they should have. You was the brains of things. We did those stinking jobs because you said we had her or we'd get our faces kicked Yeah, I in. know. But I didn't say you had to get caught. Okay, so we got caught. You're just lucky that you wasn't caught, too. Wasn't luck, Freddy. It was brains. Okay, so it's brains. Well, take your brains and scram. I got troubles enough without being seen with you. I got cops following no, me you around. No, Freddy. I've been watching you since you left that Gibbs dame's house. Your trail was clear. How do you know I'm staying at Gibbsy's? I got brains, remember? I know a lot of things. Hey, look. You must have been the guy... 
Let, let go of my coat. Yeah, let go, Freddy. When I make sure I got something into that dumb skull of yours, what? you might have seen me in the rear view mirror of that car. I just want to make sure you don't remember what you see. So you're the guy, huh? You was in the back of Gibbsy's car. You swiped that 300 bucks. Yeah, sure did, Freddy. Only you don't know it, see? What's going to keep me from knowing it? This is. <laughs> Look, why, why don't you cut it out? Just because you got 50 pounds on me, you don't have to hit me. I'll hit you till you can't think no more if you remember who stole that dough from me, see? Okay. Okay, I'll... I'll forget. Yeah, that's what you say for now. Let me tell you something, Freddy, old pal. You better keep on forgetting, see? Yeah? Yeah. Well, give that dame you call Gibbsy a little of the same I just gave you. So, Freddy Lang was telling the truth, wasn't he? But how will he ever be able to clear himself without endangering Penny, too? Will the sudden appearance of Bill Carver add further complications to Penny's life? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Each time you make out your marketing list, we know you'd like to include fresh and tender Kroger Tenderay beef. Well, soon, possibly in the very near future, you'll be able to ask for and get famous Kroger Tenderay beef. But until that time, remember, Kroger will always provide you with beef whenever any is available, and it will always be the best that is available. Something else you'll want to keep in mind. Your Kroger store offers you a tempting selection of fine meats, flavorful seafoods, and plump poultry, and all at thrifty prices. So for the finest in foods, go to your neighborhood Kroger store. <laughs>